Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and more. And the more includes off-topic things that the host deems important or interesting. And hopefully I make it interesting for you as well. And I've got one or two items coming up in today's episode. I'm your host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number six for Tuesday, September 25th, 2018. Well, we certainly are kind of back in a damp pattern. We'll talk more about dew points here in just a second. It may be cool and damp right now. It doesn't feel like severe weather is a potential, but it is. And let me tell you about the very, very latest. As of just before noontime today, which is when I'm recording this, uh, there are a couple of uh, convective areas that are spinning up uh, some showers and thunderstorms. Right now, they are relatively uh, tame in nature. A couple of heavy cells near Indianapolis and southward towards Evansville and another cluster in western Iowa. And eventually, that whole cold front will be coming through and drying things out, and we will become stable for the rest of the week. But let me read for you the forecast discussion from the National Weather Service, in particular, the paragraph that deals with severe weather. For those of you that like to keep track of such things, the Severe Storms Forecast Center, or Storm Prediction Center is what it's called now, does have us in a slight risk for severe weather. The best chance will be northwest Ohio, west of Interstate 71. Here is what the National Weather Service says, and I quote, The main concern with this forecast update is increased tornado potential for northwest Ohio late this afternoon into tonight. Shear dynamics are very good, especially in the low-level shear, with a deep layer moisture field over the area. The only limiting factor is instability, but current thinking is that there is enough low-level cape Uh, which is a severe weather parameter, and shear that we will see low-top convection with spinning showers and storm potential. A few tornadoes may be possible, especially west of Interstate 71 late this afternoon into this evening. This threat will turn into a more of a damaging wind event late this evening and overnight, as the low-level jet kicks across Ohio. No other changes have been made with the ongoing forecast. Uh, And again, we mentioned that the Storm Prediction Center has us in a slight risk of severe weather, roughly from Cleveland to Columbus Northwest, with uh, a tornado potential uh, confined to northwest Ohio, west of Sandusky at 5%, 2% for the local area. So we're not completely out of the woods, but uh, it looks like the best chance for any kind of severe weather will be in the northwestern corner of the state. So there's your update on the severe weather on this uh, Tuesday. Uh, What else is going on? Uh, I mentioned that the dew point has been very high again. We had a, a couple of breaks where the dew point dropped off. But overall, this has been a very humid, a very cloudy summer with a lot of rain in most areas. Again, that's not uh, a categorical statement because there are some pockets, especially in the western part of the Fox 8 viewing area, that were somewhat dry. And that was basically from Lorraine to Upper Sandusky and Willard area. 
uh, somewhat dry. They kept missing out on a lot of the rain that most everybody else was getting and is keeping us green. But again, I'm talking in a general term. We generally have had a very wet uh, summer, a wet start to autumn and meteorological autumn, which begins on September the 1st, and a very humid period. Now, uh, I'm speaking with uh, Scott Sable uh, here in the next day or so. He has some resources uh, to do some research on um, dew point, and uh, he already did some, some amazing, amazing uh, numbers in terms of how many hours where the dew point was above 60 and above 65 and above 70, really in, in some of the top years or top summers of having very humid summers. So it does, doesn't surprise me. So we'll have those numbers when we can, but I'm wondering if there is a connection. The connection is this. I've noticed it. Uh, my sister-in-law, Sally's sister, has noticed it. Sally's noticed it, uh, and a number of others, too. There has been an extraordinary number of spider webs and spiders everywhere um, and spinning their webs in various places, almost covering our house in places. We keep having to take them down, but they're very persistent. They put them back up. They have to eat. So I'm wondering if there's a connection between the very high levels of humidity, and the low levels of sunshine with how many webs there are out there. There was another story from another part of the world, perhaps you've seen it, where spider webs literally covered the shoreline and all of the plants because they were having their young and they were trying to catch food for their young. And, th and this was an extraordinary image. It, it looked like somebody had uh, taken a veil and just spread it out over about a quarter of an acre, if not a half an acre. I don't think it was in this country. I want to say it was in Spain or Portugal, but there was another part of the world that was seeing an extraordinary number of spiders making their home and spinning their web, which, by the way, was completely... Uh, very, very innocuous to the plant. In other words, it didn't hurt the plant at all. Um, it uh, just provided a place for them to spin their webs and for about a quarter mile along the uh, shoreline of whatever country that was and the, the actual country escapes me at the moment. But I'm sure some of you know of the photo that I'm talking about and of the uh, web story that I saw. And that was last week, I believe. Well, let's talk about September so far. September so far has averaged 6.6 .6 degrees above normal. And as we're closing out the month of September, we really only have a few more days to see that uh, whittled down a little bit. Anything when you finish a month that is plus or minus 2 indicates some significance. So if you are within plus or minus 2, you basically have a typical summer or a typical um, month, any month really can be plus or minus two. But we're going to be above that. So this will be a warmer than normal month. But the precipitation at Hopkins Airport for the month of September only is right on cue with where it should be. Now, it started out pretty wet, but uh, we did not see a whole lot of rainfall after the first seven days. And uh, thus, we've kind of averaged out. It'll be interesting to see where we average out in terms of precip, but we will be above normal. Let me go off topic now, and let me talk a little bit about my Instagram account. For those of you that have Instagram, 
I ask you to follow me because it's an open-ended account. You do not need permission from me to follow what I post. I post mostly pictures of the culinary treats that I make here at uh, my house. Uh, I enjoy the culinary arts. I come from a culinary family and a very, very long line of chef, professional chefs. And uh, so that's in my blood. I know how to cook, and I enjoy cooking it. It's a creative outlet. Uh, I also post lots of pictures of Frosty the Cat. And for those of you that were on Facebook Live on our Fox 8 weather page, you saw me and Frosty this morning. And just in case you haven't seen it yet, make sure that you like our page. It's Fox 8 Weather on the Facebook platform. And you will see the Facebook Live from my home. And uh, it's got a hashtag on it, Frosty the Cat. One word. In fact, you can do a search in the Facebook uh, bar for the hashtag Frosty the Cat. And you'll probably end up with a video that I posted on our Facebook page, which is the Fox 8 Weather Facebook page. Uh, but my Instagram uh, picture today, the day, the photo du jour, came from last night. I took yesterday off because I had a special friend come in. His name is Eric Scher. Eric was a senior in the meteorology program at Linden State College when I was a freshman. And uh, many times there is a kind of a deep chasm between freshmen and seniors. The seniors at that point are getting ready for their career. They know just so much more than what the freshmen do. And there is such a knowledge chasm, even though we all hung out in the weather lab at Linden State College, uh, we tended to have our own cliques. For instance, the freshmen and the sophomores kind of hung out together, and the juniors and the seniors kind of hung out together. And that's perfectly normal. But Eric crossed that gap. He was one of the few that actually befriended everybody. It didn't matter if you were a freshman or you were graduating with him as a senior. He essentially gave us the time of day, so to speak, and that always impressed me as someone who was a class act, and he always was. We stayed in touch even after he graduated. In fact, he came to visit me at my first job in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and he worked in St. Louis at the time. So it was a quick little um, drive up on his motorcycle, uh, probably a three-hour, four-hour motorcycle drive, and we've always stayed in touch. But We've never had the opportunity to get together beyond uh, my time at the Weather Channel. I remember going to see him in St. Louis for a couple of days, and I think that was in 1984. So it has been about 34 years since I've actually seen Eric face-to-face. Uh, he's a wonderful man of faith. I uh, came to faith uh, after graduation and very active in his church. So we have a lot in common and a lot lot to get caught up on. He spent the night with us last night, and uh, you'll see a photo of him and me on Instagram. And it's just a real delight that he would honor me to go out of his way from Vermont, where they recently had a class reunion at Linden State College, which is now called, by the way, University of Northern Vermont at Linden. And uh, he went out of his way to come to Cleveland. He'll be going to uh, St. Louis, uh, not St. Louis, but uh, Louisville tonight, and then back home. He has retired since in Alabama, northern Alabama. Got to know northern Alabama on one of his mission trips from St. Louis. Fell in love with the people and uh, thought this would be a great place to retire and get out of the cold. And uh, 
You know, it's not as cold as Cleveland or some of the other northern cities, but St. Louis can be pretty brutal in the winter sometimes, and he wanted to escape that. So he went to south and uh, built a wonderful home, is really enjoying retirement and the things that it affords, including his ability to uh, get plugged into his church, and uh, uh, he might even become an adoptive parent to a teenager. Uh, which is a wonderful thing. And so we had a lot to, to, to get caught up on. You'll see Eric's picture on Instagram. If you do not have Instagram, nor you have no interest in getting an Instagram account, you can still look at my photos. And all you have to do in any web browser is type in http colon slash slash instagram.com slash Andre Bernier. And you can view my photos there. Now, you could not like images or participate in comments, but you can at least see what I'm posting if you're at all curious and you do not want an Instagram account. But uh, uh, I encourage you to get one, and it's a lot of fun. And you can then comment on uh, the, some of the photos that I post and like that like them. It's a, it's a fun community. We have a lot of fun. Uh, also, I'd like to remind you that tomorrow, on Wednesday, I am going to be releasing episode number seven. So uh, one day from now, it's already pre-produced. I spoke to a gentleman who knows a lot about umbrellas. And I kind of figured that this would be a good time to talk about that because we will be entering the season where we get more synoptic rainfalls and eventually rain and snowfalls. So uh, we talk about umbrellas and his designs and we talk about uh, the history of the umbrella. He also, at the very beginning of episode seven, does a little plug for uh, something medical. Uh, he recently had some medical issues and has a word of warning for all of us. Uh, who tend not to pay attention to our bodies. And uh, so I'll let him tell the story. Wait for that. That'll be tomorrow, Episode 7, right here on Weather Jazz. In the meantime, have a wonderful day today. Stay dry and stay safe. And keep an eye on the weather, especially those of you listening to this podcast from Northwest Ohio. And we'll catch you tomorrow for Episode 7, right here on Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz.